Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Monday, February 15th, a.k.a. the day after the day of love. So I hope everybody's feeling <laughs> fully loved or maybe really sad today. I don't know. Yeah, my uh, my wife decided to go to Illinois for Valentine's. How romantic. She thought the best thing I could do is get <laughs> across state lines from you. Yeah, a couple a couple of states away, you know, <laughs> and leave me alone with the kids. But, that, you know, yeah. it's her sister's 40th birthday, so she had to go celebrate. That's love. That's love. Say, I, I heard something about, uh, um, it was on the news. They were talking about how sometimes when you do something really nice for your partner, uh, it should be considered chore play. <laughs> Isn't that cute? I, that, I don't like that word. All right, never I'm mind. I'm not going to use it. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. Okay, so I'm really excited, but we have a lot to cover today, so we need to hit the ground running. We have a special mystery guest. This time right. it was my turn to set up the mystery guest, and we're going to have so much fun, but like structured fun because we all got things to do. We lead busy lives, all right? Can I just say real yeah. quick before we start with that, because... I, I brought on, I think, the last three, and I was like, how do you not get it right away, Michael? I mean, the mm -hmm. second they speak, and now I'm panicking. Yeah, it's like one day that's gonna, the day's going to come, and you're not going to know, and they're going to be so offended. Like, I, I thought know. we were friends. Uh, okay, Sorry. so mystery guest, welcome. Hello, hello. You could say anything you want. I guess I should share a little tidbit. Uh, so I learned two things about our mystery guest today, Matt. This may or okay. may not help you. One, this person is... Uh, double jointed in the toes. Okay. How do you discover? Th okay. <laughs> Number right. two, uh, this person can lick their own elbow and frequently does so in exchange for drinks at the bar. Literally trying this right now. <laughs> Can't do it. So I'll let you go ahead and ask any follow-up questions that you wish. Okay, um, I'm trying to decide which one I should ask, like, how did you discover this first? Um, but uh, I, I guess my first question is, like, do you do ballet and that's how you discovered you're double jointed in your toes? No. <laughs> that's all you get. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> do you know who it is yet? <laughs> Helping me out here. Um, I, I'll be 50% correct on the gender, I think. <laughs> No idea. We need to go more than just, no. I mean, come on. Okay. okay so how about, uh, okay, obviously it's somebody who goes to bars and licks their elbow to get free drinks. Mm -hmm. um, so I must not have gone to a convention with this person yet, or I'm sure I would have been buying them a drink. So I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. So let's, uh, let's talk real estate. How long have you been in the business? 18 years. <laughs> Dying over here. You all are killing me. 18 years. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, this isn't fun anymore. It's so I'm much leaving. fun. Mystery guest. Uh, <laughs> let's see. You, uh, 
mentioned that you have some showings. Uh, you have to pick someone up today. What is the temperature outside? I'm looking. <laughs> minus 10. <laughs> Negative 10. Feels like minus 31. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, getting warmer or colder, as it were. Yeah. Um, it's negative eight in Mankato, so you're not in Mankato. Uh, this is this is killing me. Um, okay, here's a here's a what um, what is your name? <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> That's an illegal question. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you know what? Let's just let's just start talking about yeah, the article we'll here, just go. and then and then I'm just like just just talk yeah. mystery guest, and then I'll okay. probably just this will be, like, be really good. So uh, the first thing we always like to talk about is our not sponsored for the week, um, oh, and yeah. guest if you are familiar or not. It's just it's it's what thing or brand or company. Um, you've just been really obsessed with lately and for how much you seem to be loving them, they should really be sponsoring you by now because you're, you know, supporting their, their business. Uh, so I'll go first. Mine, for example, I already texted Matt about this, but I recently bought the ruggable rugs. Have you heard of those? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. See that this was like a targeted Instagram ad. Of course they always get me with that. Um, and of course I have two small dogs and, uh, so I was, I got these rugs that are machine washable mm -hmm. and they look so great. I put them out and then fun, fun fact, while I was switching them, I found two new potty spots that I didn't know were there in the old rug from my <laughs> naughty, naughty dogs. Uh -huh. So I was like, thank goodness. I now have rugs. I can just like, if they happen to potty or worse is throw up my Theo, uh, he throws up probably every day. Ew. Like every day he'll go and scratch at the door. Like it's coming dad. But uh, anyway, now I can, now I can just put them in the wash and they're good as new. Hmm. Uh, this person is trying so hard to not yeah. make any like sentences. Yeah, I know. It's kind of funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That laugh uh. alone should tell you. <laughs> uh, Matt, what's your well. not sponsored this week? Um, my not sponsored by this week is uh, is Cambria. Oh yes, um, they're an amazing company. They have an amazing product. Uh, their customer service is profound. We're, so we're redoing our kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> but um, my wife was in the Cambria store twice uh, the other day, and uh, one of the times she's like, "I I just need to bring you with me." And so they're very familiar with her. And I can't tell you how many Cambria samples we have in our home. And so she's just like, I'm just not sure. So they're laying out sample after sample after sample after sample where I feel like bad. Like they've shown us yeah. everything that they have. And she has already taken home so many samples. She has, she's building a new bag of new samples. And I turned to the person, I was like, I hope you don't mind. We're actually just putting together a Cambria gallery in our home. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to make like a Mod Podge, like quilt of samples, <laughs> like jokes right. on them. You're never actually buying a countertop. No, no. That's right. Right. No, they check out the samples. Oh, like you, you check them out. As they should. But Jenny sent me them. photos yeah. this morning and they are so beautiful. Those, at least if those so are the beautiful. ones that you're going with, that's incredible. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's kind of like just back and forth on, on the, uh, the expense of it. Um, but we finally just gave in to, cause this is just, it's a monster project. And we're like, we have to work with a contractor. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our agents happens to be married to a very amazing contractor. So we're like, can you just help us? <laughs> and he gets a great, you know, uh, rate on, on Cambria. So, you know, everyone should uh, check with their contractor too, because sometimes contractors get great rates right. on that stuff. So yeah. That's anyway, awesome. just an amazing so project, Cambria. Uh, product. We support. Yeah. And they're just a good Minnesota based company. I love that. Yeah. All right. Mystery guest. If there was one thing that you're obsessed with this week, what do you think it is? Tell us about it. Watch. And, and why. Your watch? Can I be discovered now? <laughs> well, wait, Matt, is it you know Jody? who it is. <laughs> is it Jody? Ding, 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 ding. It is so hard for me to keep quiet. <laughs> okay, because like, I heard like, and sometimes she uses it to get drinks. I was like, Jody. <laughs> oh, that's telling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. Okay, good. I'm okay, glad so that you got I, a I got new, this. You got a new watch, Jody. Oh, so, so Jody so, Olson from the Duluth office. Welcome. Thank you for being on our show. We'll talk more about that in a little bit, but tell us about your watch. Thanks for asking. Um, so I, I met my kids and hubby got it for me for my birthday two weeks ago and said, if you don't like it, you know, full money back in two weeks. I am obsessed with it. I love it. What it is, is the it? greatest thing ever. It's an Apple watch. Oh, an Apple watch. I haven't worn a watch for 30 yes. years. They asked me at Christmas, mom, will you wear a watch? And I said, no, I won't wear a watch. I haven't worn a watch in 30 years. Mm-hmm. I don't wear a watch, you know, but, but, but now they are the coolest things ever. Do you guys it. have them? Mm-hmm. We do. Yes. We you are have big supporters of the Apple watch. Oh yeah. It's, it's great. Just, it's so seamless with your phone and your notifications and when I asked what temperature it was, my instinct naturally was just to turn and look at my watch because it tells me on my home screen. Um, oh, I wonder. Yeah. But yeah. see, I'm not techie yet, but yeah, you'll get there. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to go back in my phone and it was for somewhere else because I'm going on vacation in two weeks. So it's set up oh. to go to take me there. So then I had to go in and change it to Duluth. And then, so it took me a while. Yeah. You should just leave it there. Like what's the weather like somewhere that's not Minnesota. It can be exactly. a little midday pick yeah. me up. You know, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, that's awesome. So, Apple Watch, I think that might have been one of ours before, too. Probably, right? We, I think I've gone through every one of my Apple products. Usually, yeah, <laughs> there's nary a week where we don't speak highly of Apple. I know, yes. yeah. And can I, can I tell you something dangerous about my Apple Watch, though? What, um, is I mean, it's starting like more and more people are getting smart watches, right? Yeah. Um, I was a little blown away to find out that um, Apple now pretty much owns the smartwatch, you know, market, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also owns the watch market. They sell wow. more Apple watches than any watchmaker period of any kind, <gasps> period whatsoever, period. Um, so it's starting like more and more people are starting to get it. But when I got my first Apple watch, it was still pretty new. You know, this whole like smartwatch thing and, you know, what was it doing? Yeah. So every time I got a notification of an email, a text message, whatever, I'd be in a meeting and I would just quickly just glance at my watch, be like, well, yeah, because it taps you. It's like, yeah, it just gives me a little like, Mm -hmm. right. So I would just check and just be like, okay, I can, you know, check that email later or just keep it up with what's going on. It just takes half a second, if that long, to just kind of glance, right? Yeah. But Mm -hmm. the people I was in a meeting with thought that, 
they were boring me and I was checking the time. <laughs> so like a couple of times somebody would be like, I'm sorry, do you do you have to be somewhere at, at this time? I was like, no, no, I'm not checking the time. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> and now it's just like, you know, everybody gets it. But it got yeah. me in trouble a couple times. Yeah. So that, that like little bit of catty. Do you need to be somewhere? Am I keeping you? <laughs> right. You know, like people used to do like, is this over yet? What time is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. I would never be so rude. Um, okay. Well, love that. Uh, also, what's dangerous is that my coffee mug is now empty. So, Really? I just filled up my <gasps> Ember mug, which was also talked uh, about know, in the I know. That was episode, our not sponsored so. the other week. Anyway, uh, I'm really excited to hear what real estate... Oh, wait. Hold on. Sound effect. What... Real estate horror story. (laughs) (laughs) That our dear friend Jody has to share with us. Uh, I got a couple of previews and they're honestly also good. (laughs) I know. We all need to write a book someday. (laughs) She's like, can I share this? I'm like, yes. She's like, can I share this? I'm like, wait, yes. Uh, So I'll let you take your pick, Jody. What uh, horror story would you like to share with our listeners that you uh, have encountered amongst your 18 years in the business? Um, I am going to talk about, I think this was just probably within the last two years, Mm, I had buyers that moved here from California and they took their U-Haul company over to the house that they were purchasing, Mm -hmm. right? Right before Mm -hmm. closing, did the walkthrough. No, we had did the walkthrough the day before, but took the truck over there. I went over there to pick them up, to drive them to the closing because they were from out of town and whatnot. And I get there and he's up in the garage and she comes running down the driveway and she says oh my goodness he just was coming down the driveway and his foot did something funny and his ankle bone came out of his foot no, like he gosh. actually broke his ankle oh that makes oh me my gosh. cringe isn't that terrible so then i called the, the title company and said oh my gosh you know they can't get to the you're supposed closing. to be driving to a closing now and he decided yes. that it's a good time for his bone to stick out past the his skin bone to come out poor guy <laughs> so okay, we get that? can we not say that again we get it that's what happened yeah. let's move on i can't so he gets, he gets <laughs> taken to the hospital right right away yeah um <sighs> but everything takes forever in the emergency room and later that night somewhere between eight or nine o'clock i went remember going to the emergency room um had the closing papers and everything got signed and they got to close on their house which ended up super happy but the guy was tied up for a long time with a big broken ankle bone out of his ankle that's incredible so i think that would tie really well into when we talk about relentlessness (laughs) and going the extra mile (laughs) uh you literally drove the documents to the emergency room to facilitate their closing of course yeah. you did. That's insane. Yeah. And it was that awesome because they got to see me and me they were happy. Jody. He was in the bed and they were so happy. Well, maybe it was the drugs out. at that point. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> that that, we started to get into the question of, was he of uh, sound mind to sign his name on this document? Well, that's right. true. But, you know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's, that's amazing. Uh, so to go from total panic. Also, um, I'm kind of just a planner and I like to have a schedule. And mm-hmm. so... Like just the, it doesn't even matter that it's a broken bone. If I'm going to show up and like the plan is I pick you up at this time and then we drive to your closing, which is at this time. And then like you've, you've interrupted my schedule. You know what I mean? Like that would already with your ankle, with your, with your personal (laughs) problems. No, I'm just kidding. But, (laughs) but I'm saying like that would already, 
I don't know, bother me enough, like throw me off of my game to be like, well, wait now. Okay. What about this? And like, whenever something gets disrupted like that, you run the risk for, I don't know, bigger mistakes or more follow-up things to happen. And, and just to be like, well, this is what's happening now. We're going to rearrange the the closing schedule. I already been in communication with the closing company, uh, the, the seller side, obviously, and still making that deal happen that day so that there's no interference with like banks and people who get fussy about little things like that, you know, mm-hmm. gosh, right. that's a big right. deal. And, and mind that's you, awesome. like people, you know, you're also a human being and you could have had a life and plans that evening that weren't driving to the emergency <laughs> room to get doc signed. You know what I mean? Yeah, you well, could we have had a life, but you chose yeah. real estate. You chose so. real estate instead. There you go. Yes. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that story. Uh, okay. Um, so something I wanted to share with you guys. This is a pretty big deal. I don't know if you saw, but HUD yesterday extended housing protections. Did you see this? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I, I didn't see it, but I somebody else told me (laughs) (laughs) okay so um the for anybody who doesn't know hud is the department of housing and urban development right enforced by the government and they've for quite a long time had their protected classes to say that you can't discriminate against a person particularly when it comes to the housing scene for buying a home renting a home whatever um based on these seven protected classes um, oh, you know what? I thought you were talking about the housing protect, like the eviction moratorium. No. Oh, no. okay. No, so I didn't hear about we're this. Going I'm very from, excited. Thank you. We're going from seven protected classes to nine. Oh, okay. Uh, isn't this interesting? So just for, for funsies, does anybody want to share with our listener what the current seven protected classes are? Should we put Jody on the spot or will she? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do like sure. lightning round? Let's do lightning round back and forth. Oh, okay. Okay. Jody? Race. Okay. Matt? Okay. Familial status? Correct. Jody? Color? Correct. Matt? Uh, sex? Correct. Jody? Religion? Correct. Matt? Handicap disability? <laughs> Correct. I think we have National one more. Origin. National origin. You guys killed yes, it. you got it. That's yep. amazing. Okay. So they've expanded now uh, upon the category of sex, which we would uh, basically say, you know, that's gender, but they've expanded that to mean gender identity aside from aside assigned gender, gender, excuse me, and uh, sexual orientation. Oh, okay. Which is interesting because in Minnesota, that's one of our, you know, local yep. protected classes. So yep. this isn't anything new. Obviously we've always, um, kept that consideration in terms of just not discriminating against people uh, based upon a sexual orientation. Um, Also, we've just kind of been decent human beings who wouldn't do that anyway. Right. Uh, (laughs) But other than that, um, it's, it's now a national enforced uh, protected class, nationally enforced protected class by HUD for sexual orientation and gender identity, even when it doesn't conform to your assigned identity at birth, assigned gender at birth. (laughs) Yeah, see, Minnesota has um, the sexual identity, sexual orientation, um, and then they have sexual preference. And when I've like taught fair housing, I'm like, mm-hmm. "Are you really that concerned 
<laughs> on who somebody else wants to be with like well, is, okay, is that something you. that keeps no. you up you're gonna like, like go through the, the the master bedroom and be like just really quick before you buy this who would you be shacking up in here with <laughs> i need to picture it uh i need to picture. oh okay let's move on i'd rather <laughs> picture like, the broken i'm egg. sorry <laughs> i only sell homes to you know people who are sevens and above on the zero to ten attractiveness scale so <laughs> there is no protected class for ugly people. <laughs> that's oh, that's funny. I'm just kidding. That's, I'm just kidding. That's uh, funny. <sighs> I'm surprised though that you know because Minnesota also has marital status. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that isn't federal yet. Well, know? yeah, but it's like see, these are kind of like the gray areas between what's the difference between marital status and familial status. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. I would say it's just the institution of marriage. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Uh, which is kind of hard to say, oh, I, you know, I can't discriminate against you having a family, but I can discriminate against you legally filing taxes together. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a married family. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So. I think it's kind of weird too. Like, um, you know, tons of uh, rental properties and landlords around Minnesota that I've seen. It's like, here's the price for an application if you're single here's the price for an application if you're married and yeah. it's it's less if you're married and i was like but then you're giving married people an unfair advantage over mm-hmm. two people who just aren't married mm-hmm. right but they could even still have joint bank accounts and be you know what i mean yeah um and uh, so that's not legal um <laughs> but then at the same time you'll hear the bank be like well you know you have to be married for us to join your credit and do, you know it's like but, but wait <laughs> yeah i don't understand so, this anyway I do not yeah. understand. But anyway, I thought that was really cool. Like, that's a big deal because for as long as we've kind of known and remembered, it's, you know, been the seven protected classes uh, from right. HUD. And also, we, ha- we have our, like, mnemonic systems to memorize these things. And now we have to come up with a new one. Whose job is it <sighs> in the world? Like, how do we find the guy who does this for a living and, you know, sound the, the alarm? put the bat symbol up in, in the sky. So he comes and helps us come up with a new mnemonic system that everybody can agree upon. Right. So forever I've used fresh corn. Yeah. Okay. F really? I the, didn't know that the one. E, yeah. So the E in fresh and the is stands for equal and the, the O in corn stands for opportunity. Okay. So equal opportunity. And then it's F R S H C R N. Right. So yeah. uh, familial status. All right. So I use fresh corn to remember um, what what the seven are. So now it's G for... Gender identity. For gender identity. And another and S. For sexual, sexual preference. Yeah. Or sexual or orientation. orientation. Yeah. 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 Huh. Fresh corn GS. <laughs> okay. I'm going to come up with another one. I'll keep you posted. Uh, how do you... How do you okay. Uh, Jody, what have you used in the past? To remember these things? Yeah. Did you have like a mnemonic system that you no. would tie to? Like for Elsie Dora, right? For yes. fiduciary duties? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or right. old car. For this one, I've never heard the old fresh car. corn, the old car. Yeah. Uh, for this one, I was taught, um, it, I guess this is not a mnemonic system. It's uh, whatever you call it. Um, whatever. English majors out there can lose their minds that I'm mislabeling all these mm. things. But uh, it was realtors really can sell nice family homes. Wow, never heard that either. Which in and of itself seems like a violation because it's suggesting (laughs) that I can sell family homes. Right. (laughs) But that's what was taught to me back in the day. 
Well, you know, kind of going back on that, like what defines marital status? What defines familial status? Like you can be a family of one. Oh yeah. But do you remember how that got put up for possible um, violation? How realtors were calling it the family room, the family room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it did get some traction, but then ultimately it was determined that it doesn't define what is a family. Your family can be a family of one. It can be you and your two dogs. Your dog. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, they ended up overturning that little bit of fun so that we can still say family room. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So, uh, um, Oh, gosh. Matt, do you want to talk about our next brilliant basic? Surely. So we've I been going over, do. well, yeah, we've been going over the brilliant basics, which is we talk a lot about how we improve systems and how we can embrace technology and how we can do things different and better and cooler, and which is all really fun and really exciting. But also, I think there's so many people, and it's not just in the real estate industry, it's in every industry, who can get lost in that right? Like, oh, what's my niche and how do I be different and how do I change things up? And it's so important, obviously, to stay relevant, but it's also important to have like foundational skills that have always been a necessity and will continue to be a necessity. Like, great, we have technology that can, you know, take all of the communication away from me, but I don't want it to, right? Because this brilliant basic actually, actually speaks to to that right matt yeah absolutely i was gonna say too like the um the 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 reason this was put together like you were saying is to is to acknowledge like those skills and, in, and to empower those skills um but all for the sake of um for for quality service um and and having top producing agents mm-hmm. right to empower the agents um, and so I was going to mention, we have a quality service award from Century 21 quality service award or the quality service pinnacle award, yes. which means you have a really high score and it means you've gotten that multiple years in a row. We also then have production awards and the highest is the Centurion award. Um, and, uh, and I just have to let you know that Jody is both of those things. And so they created a special award for those that have both the quality service pinnacle award multiple years and centurion multiple years and that is the president's award and mm-hmm. jody is a multi-time president's award winner so so glad we have you on here for this subject yeah <laughs> we're gonna have amazing. to pick your brain a little bit jody because that is a big okay. deal yeah okay a- absolutely so so here we go with with uh number two of the brilliant basics we're going to be doing one every week for the next eight weeks mm-hmm. um so uh number two is i consciously communicate i am always accessible reply quickly and communicate often i follow the client's communication preference return calls with calls or text with text right i keep my communication clear concise and effective i am proactive and stay in touch along every point in their journey from initial interest to closing and beyond so um and then some some agents uh, gave some tips so do you want to give your tip first jody or do you want me to read these other tips from other agents first whichever you prefer all right i'll give my tip first so then yeah. i'm not copying right. their tip exactly yeah. how about that yeah that's great let's do it Okay, so my tip would be that for my clients, I ask them um, how often they would like to be reached out to, right? When you take on a listing, Mm -hmm. um, if it's a seller, you say, 
how often would you like me to contact you? You know, do you want alerts every week saying, okay, this is your competition. This is what's on the market. Some people say, you know, if you just call me every couple of weeks, that'd be great. And then I say, do you want to be called? Do you want to be texted? I write it on their files, what they tell me. So then I don't forget. Um, and a lot of people say, just call me when I get an offer. I don't want to hear from you till then. So it's up to them. But I like to ask them because then they know consciously that they have told me. Mm -hmm. So they can't say, oh, my gosh, I haven't heard from her if they told me not to contact them until I get an offer form. Right. Yeah. But I'd still right. be like once in a while shooting them if they don't want to be contacted, like an email saying, OK, this came on the market today. You know, this went pending today. This is competition. This isn't competition for you. And just kind of let them know that I'm thinking about them. Mm hmm. That's, yeah. that's really important. And I think what I like about that uh, is that you're not assuming what is good, right? Because even this prompt in itself says, I communicate often. Well, what does often mean? And what is right. appropriate for a person? Like, there's so many you shoulds, you shoulds, you shoulds out there, especially mm -hmm. in our industry, like contact this many people a day and get this many people to set up appointments and of this many appointments, get these many yeses. And sometimes <laughs> people just don't always go right into your perfectly square peg. You know, um, it, you could be talking to one person who just needs more and more communication. Mm -hmm. And there's another person who would be like, why are you harassing me? Mm -hmm. that's me. <laughs> I'm that person. Don't call me. Yeah. I mean, like we just talked. Uh, so it's important to, you know, get it straight from the horse's mouth and be like, Hey, look, I want to make sure I'm meeting all of your expectations. How often would you like an update and, and let them dictate what they're comfortable with, obviously, because then you don't run the risk of upsetting them one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I have to share. And how I, do they want to be contacted? Yes. Phone, text, email. Yeah. It's so important. I have to share. I used to, um, a long time ago, uh, did some studying on like the personality types, you know, and it was this whole thing about how you can attribute the different personality types to what's going to make the most sense with working with them as a buyer or seller. Like it was specifically for real estate agents. And if you're working for, with a, you know, type a, you're working with whatever. Um, and for, for some aspects it worked really well. And I will tell you there were more than two occasions, uh, where it totally blew up on me because, I, I was assuming that this is what they would like based upon the the personality type that they exhibited. But that's not necessarily what they're feeling, what they're thinking. And it's, it's get pushing me so far out of their favorite person's list. <laughs> that I'm not even aware of. So I think that's a great tip. As much as we say, reply quickly, communicate often, maybe make sure you know mm -hmm. what they want as you try to work right. for them. Right. I was trying to think of too. Um, you remember Michael when we um, we had uh, now now I can't remember. <laughs> this is going well. Um, yes, I do. Need more coffee. I do remember that. Okay, cool. Um, but we 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 were talking to all the agents about you know some some key things to work into your everyday language. Yes. When you're talking with oh, people. Oh yeah. Um, and um and and so I was trying to remember one of them that 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 Jody is really kind of hitting on here because she's asking them, she's putting them in control. And so as you know, some, sometimes we try to guess people's expectations or, or guess what that person needs in order for them to consider it a win. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, saying something like, how often do you want me to reach out to you? Uh, how often do you think a successful agent, you know, in your mind should reach out to you? How, because when you implant that in their mind, then, you now have have met their expectations. You have to do mm -hmm. it, but <laughs> so mm -hmm. you, you can go see. I'm a successful agent that 
caused you to win because I did this very thing, right? So it, it you're almost letting them give you the information on what you need uh, so that you can win. Yeah. <laughs> so that's big. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. I think so the thing that's, that's was, awesome. um, it was something along the lines of what needs to happen in order for you to consider this meeting a win or something like that. Right. Wasn't yep. that what it was? One um, of those. Yep. And I loved that because it doesn't matter if you're in real estate or what, obviously giving other people the opportunity to be in the driver's seat, then all you have to do is follow directions, right? You don't have to figure out how do I sell this to them? <laughs> exactly. They told me exactly the path that I need to go on. Uh, and it forces them to think about it. Whereas maybe if they had, you know, a little bit of a reserved stance or they weren't sure, then they'd be like, yeah, let me actually, what would someone in this scenario have to do in order for me to feel like, yep, that's the perfect home or yep. I need to list my house with you. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So good. I love that. I love that. And then it's, it's easier too to be like, have I talked to that person in a while or have you know, just try to remember this stuff. If you're like, okay, every two weeks I contact this person, every three weeks I contact this person and just Mm -hmm. create a calendar of it. You know, that's awesome. I love that. Um, other agents have said, you know, pretty much, uh, kind of what the first part said, but ask what their communication preference is. Um, I don't like when people call me. I shouldn't say that. I like when people call me, Mm. but not people that I don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, can you just text me? or something. Um, set a program of communication days to call texts and emails. So there you go. Perfect. Um, and, uh, definitely communicate after the closing using a CRM tool, but also set a schedule to verbally check in with them every year or so. Mm-hmm. So, you know, phone calls are important, but I will say it, like text and email and specifically email is so much better because I can categorize it and I can, you know, flag it and I can remind, like, it's not that I don't want to talk to people on the phone, but it's that once, once you call me, it's gone. You know, I yeah, need, but it's I need just not as personal. I know, think? I know. But like, I, I feel like until technology can get to the point where I can take a phone call and be like, great, I'm just going to pin this to my to do's and I'm going to yes. flag it as unread. And I, you know what I mean? Like you yes. can with an email. It's like, it's so easy to miss it or to lose a piece of it or forget about it. Or like, I need technology to get with the times. Yeah. I, I have some people who will send me like things like, I don't want to say to do's, but like things that I need to remember and they'll, it's so random and when, where they'll send it, it like yeah. it either was an email or a text message yes. or some type, maybe, maybe they called me and told me that, or it's like, I'm like, I, I can't search everything. I don't know where this lives. <laughs> so I, I remember that there was a thing, but I, yeah. So keeping it consistent too, and just asking their preference on it. You know, I think that's great. That's amazing. Well, uh, say something that we always like to do is to finish out our episodes with a little bit of motivation that you can take with you throughout the next week. Um, so I guess I'm going to pass that ball over to you, Matt, if you want to just inspire the people, however you see fit. Uh, inspiration. This one uh, has me going. Like, okay. it's it's really like, it's got to be my life motto right now because it's something that like like you said like i have a schedule yeah right Mm -hmm. Uh, but my schedule often gets filled up with things very quickly um and so this one i came across the other day and it really spoke to me about my schedule 
And uh, it's from Stephen Covey. He says, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. Mm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Because my calendar gets filled like with all this stuff that aren't necessarily my priorities, but I'm prioritizing whatever it is that's on my calendar over other things. Mm-hmm. That's so hard. Like, you know how easy it is to just let your calendar run you? You know, they always say, like, is your con- your calendar controlling you or are you controlling your calendar? Ugh. It's so hard. Also, just, again, I'm probably worse in our industry, but we are so tempted to say yes to everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, how do, how do you manage that, you know? And maybe this is a good question for Jody because I think that this is totally just me casting my own assumptions onto you. Obviously, you're very successful in real estate. You do very good for your clients uh, in order to achieve high production volume, but also high customer satisfaction rating at the same time. And I, I know that you have a social life. <laughs> I know that you like to do things that, you know, make you feel alive and have fun and all these things. So do you have anything like that you do physically or that you remind yourself with or that you just, you know, try to stay conscious of in order to maintain that balance or, or how do you do it? Um, I don't say no a lot, like you said, but I mean, if I can say I have a rule that if I were to be having a fun time or gone away, perhaps on a trip somewhere Mm -hmm. after two drinks, I won't pick up the phone. That's my, that's my, that's my little discipline. After two drinks, I don't want to pick up the phone, but I could shoot him a quick text yeah. saying, Hey, can't, can't, um, can I please respond back to you later or tomorrow can't, or something like that? Can't physically you know? speak right now. Yeah. Well, the text is like, can you please text like, later. If, or if they're calling you to ask you about one of your listings and you're like, yes. Oh, I just, they kind of, you can't remember they run together or you need to look, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So that, and um, as far as the client side of it goes, did you ask? Yeah. yeah. I think that I just, my clients, well, I want to treat them like I want to be treated. And I'm okay if somebody tells me they can't get to me right now. Yeah. I respect that if they say they can't, and I'm glad that they tell me they can't, because yeah. I would want them to be able to assist me better than not, right? Yeah. Oh, a thousand so, percent. You know, that used to be a really big thing for me too. And it was hard because you always want to be available. You always want to answer the Mm -hmm. phone. Like that's very much our industry too. If I don't answer, you're going to call someone else who will. Um, But uh, a lot of times I would have to ask myself, am I in a position to be able to take this call and handle it professionally? Even though I want to, you know, I'm like, oh, this could be a sale or this could be, it's important or whatever. Sometimes you just have to be like, you know what? I'm in line at the airport. Right. <laughs> and if or I you're answer in a loud it, place yeah, or... it's going to, it's going to be more of a negative impact than the positive of me possibly answering their questions. So mm-hmm. by all means, like you said, follow up with a quick text and be like, Hey, I'm not available to take your call. Is there something immediate or can I direct you somewhere else? Or, you know, to still try to be helpful without feeling like I have to have to have to just be the slave to my mobile device. Right. And respond to them, but maybe just, Hey, can I give you a quick buzz later? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I I uh I was thinking too uh, recently. Like, there are some you know clients uh, that that I I have answered my phone while in the middle of Disney World. 
I have answered. Mm-hmm. Me because, too. Like, I'm just like, I got to take it. This is like one of my biggest clients. And, um, and, uh, I mean, that's an actual story, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, but I was, I was thinking like, and I've started to do this more, but like, I'll, I'll at least text them. Like while my phone is still ringing, I'll send them a really quick text right then and just say, Hey, I'm reading books with my kids, uh, right now. Can oh. I call you back? Or do you just want to shoot me a text? Mm-hmm. Right. And like, what their perception of me, how it might change if I show them what my priorities are. Like I do prioritize you. That's why I'm responding immediately. But this is time I'm spending with my kids right now. Um, can I can I call you back? You know, and, and they mm-hmm. might actually think more of me <laughs> instead of being like, oh, it was really nothing. I was just, mm-hmm. I saw a billboard and it made me think of you. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, so let me, let me just let me just brag on Jody a little bit. Yes. Okay. And, and Jody, you can, you know, stay on the line cause I want you to hear this. Um, so I got a letter just the other day, What? like just, just the other day in the mail. And normally that makes me nervous when it says, you know, Matthew and Michael Atwood, Century 21 Atwood. And it's in the mail. I'm like, uh Oh yeah. Um, says, Dear Michael and Matthew Atwood. I'm reading this letter to you now, okay? <sighs> Dear Matthew and Michael Atwood, my name is R.G. I'll give you the initials so I, not, I don't, you know, disclose who this person is. And I closed on a home in Cloquet, Minnesota on December 2020. I had the privilege of working with Jody Olson as my realtor. I want to let you know that she did a fantastic job with helping me know about the areas as I'm new to the area, she even assisted in finding someone to help when I was looking in Wisconsin. I felt like I was her only customer because she responded immediately and helped me with all my questions. She knew more than the seller's realtor. I would definitely recommend Jody to anybody without hesitation. I was happy to work with such a professional. Thank you for reading this and knowing that I and others appreciate Jody's caring and knowledge about the area and about the process and regulations. Sincerely, RG. Jody, so how, so nice. how cool is that? You gave me goosebumps and tears this. in my eyes. <laughs> I know. I just scanned this because I was going to email it out to you guys and be like, oh my gosh, this made me so happy. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, what a coincidence that you're our special guest, uh, um, which I really, really honestly planned. didn't know about. That's so it funny. was not planned. So, um, just got this in the mail and, uh, was so excited. That's so I scanned so it. That's sweet. why I have it here at home. But yeah, isn't that yeah. awesome? It just shows how amazing Jody is. And I've heard this from other people too. Like she responds faster than my spouse, Yeah, <laughs> you know, she, <laughs> she, uh, she knows so much and, uh, you know, and I'm like, you would never think that she's one of the top agents in all of Minnesota. Would you, right. You would never know that. Because like this guy said, I thought she was, I was her only cl- client, you know? Yeah. I felt like I was her only client, right? Uh, um, that's so awesome. It's it's amazing, which is why also you're our customer service uh, right. pinnacle and also our customer service excellence award winner this year. So good job. Big smile. So nice. Isn't that great? <laughs> well, I good. love it. We get to, you know, send you off with a little positivity too. That just made my whole day too. I'm just, I'll be yes. honest. <laughs> That's so sweet. We, we get so much bad news <laughs> throughout the day. Because well, pe- people don't, some, you know. Yeah. 
he sent me a text message and said, can I get your boss's email or get your boss's address? And I was like, oh, oh sure. Oh, no. <laughs> sure. Well, your boss's, yeah. yeah, your boss's address. That's and I amazing. was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we almost never get any bad news about our No, realtors. no. But I mean, people no. generally, this is just like a, a sad fact about reality. If we're... If we have a bad More experience, yeah, it, if right. there's a bad experience, I'm going to let the world know. If it's a great mm-hmm. experience, I'll keep it to myself. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it's so unfortunate. Yeah. Or, and so I love when yeah. people are like, I need to tell someone else. That's so big. Obviously, you know what I mean? There's like nothing in it for him in, in, in sharing this with us other than to just be honest and be like, here's my genuine interpretation and experience uh, because it's not shared often. Yeah. Isn't that great? I just That just made me so happy opening that up. So it's still at the office, but I had scanned it. So that's why I have it here because I was going to email it to you guys. But hey, (laughs) I'm so glad you're here, Jody. (laughs) You still should. We can do a little frame, a little frame around it or something. Yes. Yes. Um, Well, Jody, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Uh, It's been so much fun. And I knew it was going to be fun. I was like, if I can get Jody on the phone, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Because we always do. Do we not? And I really, I liked your chore play. Okay. Ooh, the chore play. <laughs> I liked it. I couldn't say anything at the time, but I really liked it. That one stuck with you, huh? That one's yeah. getting passed along. Yeah. That <laughs> one's getting used. My, my wife is going to listen to this episode and be like, oh yes, this is, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what gets her going. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Doing the dishes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Do extra dirty. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta stop. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, again, it was so much fun to chat with you. For everybody listening, um, thank you for listening. And as always, you can find our podcast anywhere that you might be listening. So if you're checking out Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, from what I've gathered, I I'm partial to Apple Podcasts, but I think the general public likes Spotify better for podcast listening. So mm-hmm. maybe try that out. Uh, better organization of episodes and notifications and all that stuff, and then. Most important part, hit the subscribe button so you can get a little notification when your dear friends are back on the air here. So um, otherwise, leave us a message as well. Let us know what you would like to hear. If there's any questions you have about the real estate industry, about our markets, either locally or regionally, um, or, you know, your own issues. I'll just, I'll tell you. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what's, what's going Matt on. Michael. Yes. All right. <laughs> tell me all the feelings. Uh, yeah. We can send a message to contact at the if you wanted to email. Otherwise there's a handy dandy link right at the bottom of this message that you can just click on and record your own voice message to us, which would be so much fun. All right. Otherwise everybody right. have a great week and we're going to carry out. What's the most important thing, Matt? Carrying out how we can p- schedule our priorities. I think that's what you said. Yes. Don't prioritize your schedule. Schedule your priorities. Love it. Get out there and do it. Thank you so much, Jody. It was awesome talking to you. Thank you, guys. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Have a great week. Uh, Enjoy those new AirPods and the new Apple Watch. (laughs) Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to The Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And, of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. 